I'm a grown ass kid. Swear I should be locked up for stupid that I did, but I'm a champion. So I turn tragedy to triumph. Make music that's fire. Keep my soul through the fire. Oh, nope. In 30 minutes, they're going to be playing um, Black Panther on ABC. No commercials. How about that, Eric? No commercials for Black Panther on ABC in 30 minutes at 8 p.m. Sunday night. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'd um, already tanked. But I saw the um, post from ABC News during the class. Wow. I was about to say Clavs, Mavericks, <laughs> Clippers. Wow. I got to get my shit together. Clippers, Mavericks game. I saw the announcement. And yeah, I wanted to tune in, but you know, you can watch it calls. for free on Disney. I don't have Disney Plus. Oh. Um, I'm broke. Welcome, everybody. Episode 150 of Dunn and Drew. That's a lot. That's a lot. a lot. There's a lot of episodes. I apologize for moving so much. I'm trying to get my framing situated for the YouTube viewers. If you're listening on Sirius XM, then it does not matter. <laughs> but um, let me let me start this episode off. Episode 150. You know we've been here. We've been here a fat minute. Been here since 2017. You know since the Spurs and the Warriors played. Um, that was the year Spurs got swept by the Warriors. It was our first episode. Um, so, you know, with all going on, I just want to say, Andy, that I love you. Wow. Even though, you know, you give me, you give me a lot of shit, you know, you treat me like dirt sometimes. Yikes. No, that's <laughs> but, a lie. But no, it's not a lie. Um, but you, you make my life better and I'm glad that you're in it. Um, I wrote this sober, but I'm going to deliver it tanked because that's the Dun and Drew brand. So here's my monologue, my soliloquy, my SNL opening, my Jimmy Fallon opening. Let me give it to you right now. Oh, I'm drinking um, some new Bacardi rum. Don't know if it hit the shelves yet. I'm drinking Bacardi spice, new spice rum mixed with an uh, eight month old Red Bull can. You got it mixed? I don't. So yeah. I drank yesterday, so I it's hitting, so whatever. But here we go, here we go. Um, this is this is from my heart, my heart. I wrote this from my heart. Uh, I appreciate all the listeners that support us and encourage Drew and I to come on here together and speak on these airwaves because you enjoy us and the bond that we share. Secondly, I get that it's 2020 and it's the, you know, fuck this year and Everybody's uh, refusing to see the bright side in this year, but I think 2020 is different for a, a certain reason. And whatever you believe in, whether it's a type of religion, astrology, whatever the fuck you believe in, I, there is a major force or power moving this specific year. And there are life lessons that are being 
handed to us on a platter and we have to take them. We're losing global icons amidst a pandemic that quarantined us for months, which led to nationwide racial protests that are still going on today, whether they're covered by the media or not. My point is, all of these things have made us come closer, I believe, or they should be making us come closer. Um, just think about this this podcast. Didn't we restart this podcast during the quarantine, I feel like? Yeah. Yep. Um, and of course, there's still the political divisiveness and people are on edge, but I specifically mean in our day-to-day lives, you know, just interacting with uh, close friends and just people we see on a regular basis. Um, and we share grief when, when Kobe and Chadwick Boseman die. We all feel that pain. Um, we recognize that life is short and we, we start thinking about who we need to reach out to because, you know, these global icons, like I mentioned, die and we start reflecting about life because when some real shit happens like that, you start realizing what the fuck we're actually living in. We're living in a life that will eventually end. And we don't think about that every day because we're just always distracted by our day-to-day routines, but we forget that we will eventually be off this earth. And when people that we looked up to who um, created, you know, global change, who are icons just leave us like that, it makes us think, it makes us reevaluate shit. Um, uh, but what else? We see America, we've been seeing America in flames the past three months, six months, whatever. And then we start talking to each other about ish, real issues in this country. Businesses closed for two months and we're FaceTiming and Zooming people we haven't communicated with in forever. Um, so 2020, I believe for all of us, has been about self-reflecting and becoming more conscious about what really matters in life and not taking life for granted, I believe is the main theme of this year because we've seen a lot of shit more than any other year. And I think everybody can agree on that. And I think that's more than we can say um, about 2020 than um, years past. So, if you're, if you're feeling a little pessimistic and not able to see the bright side of this year, I just laid it out for you. There is a bright side. It's that this shit's going to end. So enjoy it while you're here. And if you can't find the positive in life, then you got to be the positive in life. And that's what I strive to do, which is why you rarely see me on social media you know, sad or upset. I just dropped an interview with one in one life, you know, uh, going into deep detail about mental health and shit I've gone through in the past, depression wise, um, just shit I've never even shared on here before. But um, I always I managed to find my peace in this world. And I think more of us need to figure out a way to do that. Because the more people see positivity, the more positivity there will be in the world. And that's my intro. And let's get on with Dunn and Drew episode 
150. Actually, I will. I would like for you to expound upon the. It that was beautiful. Thank you. I just would like you to expound upon the line here. Let me pull it up here. Um, even though you treat me like shit, what's that one? <laughs> um, you know, just just little shit. You know, like saying we're gonna record after Clippers Mavs, and I gotta wait a whole hour. Um, leaving me on red, not acknowledging my post when I talk to you. Um, I understand, I understand your personality and sometimes it annoys me because, um, you know, so, you know, sometimes I just send you shit and I'm not looking for a reply. You know, I'm just, you know, saying some random shit and I don't want to put it anywhere else. I just send it to you just so you can see it. But other times it's like, okay, this nigga not going to say nothing to me. All right, fuck me. And I understand you're busy, you're moody, whatever. I, under- no, I know you. I understand you. No, don't. No. Uh, you asked I can't me. defend myself? You asked me. So that's just how I feel. I got. I, but you treat me like shit sometimes. Bro. For all, for all the way. I reply to you in two seconds, no matter what you send me. God, you are get, real. I should sometimes. get the same respect. Um, the thing is, at least within thirty minutes. Uh, yeah, I'm already sweating. <laughs> I am too. Now that I'm on, like the rum is dripping out of my <laughs> armpit. <laughs> um, so I just really busy sometimes, you know. Um, I understand. And sometimes, or sometimes you just will send me something that I just won't find entertaining, and I don't want to fake. You know, I don't want to say. Hello I'm not else. asking you to be fake. You can tell me your honest opinion about whatever I send you because I do it to you. Um, I don't fake laugh at anything you send me. I'll tell you. I wish I, I wish I laughed at things more. <laughs> it, it, yes. Um, but um, you, you're easily the person I talk to the most. So, um, wow, I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> you must not talk to anybody. <laughs> oh, I just so busy and sometimes an introvert but you're busy for some bullshit work work work. i got so much going on it's crazy all all day long my like i just started pokemon card trading trading all these things on my mind you stay bringing shit from later in the episode to the (laughs) intro (laughs) i gotta tease it um we'll get into that later um what was I going to say? Okay. So yeah, uh, I don't say I treat you like shit. I say mm. that, isn't it funny though, how you'll text me, but then I won't reply. But if you'll snap me, I'll like open it and reply. Oh yeah. I'm used to that. Cause a lot of people do that. Yeah, I do that. True. It's cause I've said this before. I prefer Snapchat as a way of communication over iMessage because I like that face-to-face shit. Like before you were talking about starting a blog and I was like, I like video. I prefer video media over, you know, typing shit. And that goes for everything in my life. Me too. So I prefer, you know, even though Snapchat's a dying app, I would much rather have picture-to-picture, video-to-video conversations with people over texting them because I like seeing people's faces and energy and that's just my preferred way of communication. So that's why I love Snapchat because it's Bro. quick. You know, it can go away. You can loop it, whatever. So you apparently show your meat. There's good Lord. Someone just won the PGA tour or something. This man named John Ram. Oh yeah. I know John Rom. John Rom just won with this ridiculous 
angled putt. I'm just seeing this on Twitter right now. Holy shit. What was are the odds? Far, was it far or was it just a weird angle? 66 feet. So okay. 66 feet at a weird angle with weird slopes. Goodness gracious. I wish I knew what he needed. I wish I knew if it was a birdie. Um, but God damn. That's impressive. So we did cover our golf. That's good. What the fuck? You're looking at that now? Here it comes. What was that? Here it watch out. That, that wasn't Jim Nance, was it? No. If it was, oh my, would have creamed. That was a great putt. Wait, and now I'm looking at this absurd putt from Dustin Johnson to force the playoff. Oh God, bro, what? Oh my, is golf is golf, golf lit? I watched the wrong. <laughs> I watched the wrong game tonight. Is golf lit? I told you, Mavs, Mavs Clippers yeah. is gonna be a blowout. Well. Um, back to your, um, monologue, you're talking about how you appreciate things. I feel like I always go through life. Like 2020 hasn't really made me reflect on appreciating things more. Um, cause people die every day, maybe cause I'm in the news and I like see local people that like aren't famous die every day. So that kind of, that kind of hits every day. Um, so every time I'm feeling ungrateful for something or if I'm taking like life for granted, just think for a second, like Gary V talks about this too. Pretend you're like your parents. You just got a call that your parents died in a car crash or something. Love him. It's just, it, it puts things into perspective or anyone that you care about the most. It just puts things into perspective so quickly and so, um, um, so effectively. So that's yeah, what some, I do. Some, sometimes I have, you know, not dreams. Like I'll think about this while I'm awake. I'll have like visions like that's so Raven of, <laughs> you know, like one of my parents passing away picture. and I'll oh, see, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll see myself at their funerals and shit. Like, wow. Dead. I don't get there. Yeah. So that's happened. That's happened. Yeah. My imagination's fucked. You know, I, I think of these things like. Well, we'll get like, to another dream later on. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. Patreon. Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. That was, that's, <laughs> that's way too. But yeah, I'll, I'll see these visions of like my my parents dying, like my nieces dying, like um, because I have, I've never, my family's never been the type to express emotion outwardly. Like we're not mm. an "I love you" family. That same. So I've uh, I've had to learn how to love and how to say it. My mom, I was on my mom, but my dad, um, you know, he's. He just ha- he he definitely loves me, obviously, but he just has a hard way, tough time of uh, expressing. Just like just like you said with your family, it's not an "I love you" family. Yeah, and and like I'm not. It's not hard for me to say I love you to people, but it's hard for me to say it to my family. Why is that weird? It's hard for me to say that. I love them, but I you know I just don't want to ever say it. Cause, yeah, like know, I'll say it feels I'll, weird. It's like I, I say love to you, you. It's like oh, I cringe. I like I know I love too. you, but like I don't want to say it. I t- <laughs> I tell you I love you more than I tell my dad. I know. Like, the only I told time him, the only time I ever tell like my mom I love you is like when she says it first. Yeah, like on the phone. I think my I'm dad like, called when we were when we were doing Patreon last week, and I ended it with "I love you," but that's just because <laughs> as I was a joke. T- yeah, that's just as tanked, and I want to see his reaction. I think I said "just kidding" afterwards. <laughs> just kidding. Love you, Dad. Just kidding. 
Yeah, I told my I texted my sister I love you once. Don't roast she me. laughed. <laughs> she said laughing emoji. So that's how the Dunn family is. That's why I'm nervous to get a girlfriend because I'm gonna have to learn to love. Yeah. <laughs> I've had those issues. That's why my last girlfriend didn't work out because like she she took it as me not loving her, which I loved her. I was just wasn't in love, you know. I'm not mm-hmm. in love with my family. So I know how to wow. love. I'm, I'm in love. Not, I'm definitely in love with my family. Oh, in love. Oh, yeah. you want to fuck your dad. Yeah. That's, that's, that's in love. Relax. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> that's not in love. See, I don't know. I, I don't know either. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I got to be tired. I got I to get bigger arms. I can't wait to get bigger arms. Once these gyms open, I mean, they're open. They're open. They've been open since May. I'm trying to come up with excuses. Once these gyms open, man, I'm back in there. Once COVID ends, hey, I swear. Thank God, thank God for tanks and... and Double XL size because I still got big gut. But these arms looking nice, you know. Where can Give me you some get that black ras? Where can you get a tank like that in, in your size? Where's that? Where'd you get that one from? I got it from theloyalist.com slash Dun and Drew. You know, we oh, got that bubble merch. That's a nice bubble shirt. It is. Bubble merch, Orlando, Florida. I should have got black because you guys are gonna be able to see me drenched in sweat, which I already am, because the rum just comes out like Jack, <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow. But oh, I'm gonna be soaked by the end of this shit. I wonder if that merch would have done would have been more vintage if the bubble ended how it would have ended a few days ago, or if it's going to be. We more we got close. We got close to that shit ending. We'll um, get to that later. Uh, so back to 2020 and people dying like Chadwick. Um, Fuck. I saw a tweet that said Chadwick had some real ones on his team because that shit never leaked once. That the fact that he had cancer. In today's probably, day, probably had five thousand retweets. In today's day and age, like for for you to have cancer and to be such a big star that he was, for that not to get out, that's that's crazy. He kept that hella close to the vest. He did because most people, if they got diagnosed with cancer, oh, they'll would, put it all over tweet, social media. Would tweet yeah. and be like, you know, just got diagnosed for attention. They do it for attention and be like, yo, I just got diagnosed with, you know, stage three colon cancer. Y'all pray for me. You know, I'm going through it. But Chadwick, you know, this man was a different breed. I ain't know much about him. Not a big Marvel movie guy. You know, I've watched him, but, you know, I'm not a diehard fan and know all the history and comic book shit. But, you know, that he, yeah, he, um, he definitely carried himself differently than, than most you know, people that are out here in um, mainstream movies like that, especially MCU movies. Those are like the top grossing movies of all time. And him being able to conceal, you know, the severity of his disease while, you know, going to tours and shooting movies, not even just the Marvel movies. He was in like several other movies as well. And he's battling this and visiting hospitals while having this, disease it's it's i thought it was crazy that this never got out and that nobody knew because usually when you're a fucking actor of that scale you have so many people working for you so many people on your team in your corner and a lot of people had to know they just they were just real tight and real like that tweet said i eat i gotta find real ones like that i got a small corner though like it's like you and maybe five others so Damn. The only way people would find out I got colon cancer is if I told you and you leaked it on Dun and Drew Twitter. Well, I do treat you like shit, so I may do that. Yeah. My dad right. might put it on Facebook. He'd be telling <laughs> everything. My dad, yeah, but it, my dad not real. He, he, he'd be, 
damn, my son got colon cancer. Pray for us. <laughs> like, come on, dad. Yeah. Um, but, revisiting that Black Panther album. So good. <sighs> wish I, I could, uh, wish I could, uh, rebuttal there. But. Really? You didn't, you didn't listen to that one? Even after the fact? Dude, it's good. Not a music guy. You are. You were listening before we recorded. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but just casually, I'm not. I got know. a quick I got a quick rant before we get to rants, raves, and reviews at the end of the episode. Call me a pessimist, but those pictures that are on social media like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, social media of kids crying and making like the wakanda forever symbol with their arms and having their avengers toys set up it just drives me up a wall because you know it's staged by their parents i'm just picturing their parents getting their toys setting them up putting black panther on the ground setting their kid next to it saying hey sweetie um i gotta tell you something sitting them down you know for a good shot making sure like don't move i need you right there <laughs> um black like panther Black Panther, <laughs> I get low key. I can, Black Panther, Staged. Black Panther, he's he's dead. What, mommy? And then just just make, making sure that they cry because they got to get that tear. And then all right, all right, stay right there, stay right there. And then taking that picture for social media just just to get clout, get retweets. Oh my god, it. Oh, I couldn't stand how many fucking interactions those tweets were getting. The people just taking the bait, like the parents didn't. You think those kids heard that that yeah. that Chadwick Boseman died and said, "Oh wait, they're like three. Oh, that's, that's Black Panther. Panther. <laughs> let me play with my toys. Let me let me put up a fake funeral for them. Kids that that don't even know what a funeral is. I've never been to a yeah. funeral. And let's have the other Avengers stand around. Get the fuck out of here. God, that just drives me up a wall. Well, you know, social media is you know clout driven these days. It's you know it's one of those things you can't avoid. Everyone's looking for. I know. Just looking for, I know. Everyone's looking for that engagement nowadays at any cost. Like the um, i don't know if you saw um but there was a tiktok made less than i want to say less than five hours after the first tweet that announced his death you know you know those tiktoks where people play all the dead people in heaven meeting each other kobe gg pop smoke have you seen those tiktoks well it's a it's like a trend it's weird trend and someone like every time someone dies, they add another character to their TikTok of all these people meeting each other and seeing each other in heaven. Mm. And there was a TikTok made where now Chadwick Boseman has reached heaven and he sees Kobe, Gigi, Pop Smoke, and the text that they put on the TikToks was very cringy. And oh, it's yeah. just it's just out of taste. And Maybe the, the I understand because when you're I don't know how old the dude was, but like at, at a certain age when you're coming when you're growing up in this social media content world and we're in this likes and, and vi- virality or whatever the fuck the word is or adverb, whatever the fuck uh, everybody's trying to go viral. Ad, I don't even shit. know what an adverb is. <laughs> Ends with L Y. But everybody's trying to go viral gotcha, and shit. Nice. And you know, it's just clout driven, like you described earlier. Like, I understand why people do it, but you don't really understand it until you get roasted after you post it. 
and you start being like, damn, okay, yeah, this really offended people. Because you know, like when you're making this shit, you might not know, but when you post something on social media and like the majority of the replies are hate, you know that shit should have never been posted. <laughs> mm, like my um, Luka Doncic merch. Oh, you finally got roasted for that? Kind of, but it was by Reddit. So I don't really count it because Reddit Reddit people are a bunch of bitches. Oh, yeah. You can't self-promote on Reddit. I wasn't really. I was like, ah, we'll get into it later. I talk about it in uh, the NBA section. Oh, well, yeah. So like anytime any, somebody tries to like come up off a celebrity death or anything like that, you know, I'm, I'm expecting it these days. But yeah, you know, it's, so it's, it's always going to make me be like, why, why are you posting this? But I'm expecting it. So it's just, it's just the fucking current social media climate that we live in these days. And it's so fucking sad. So what we're saying is life is short, which is why we all need more hung and promiscuous episodes. <laughs> so by back by popular demand, please don't hate me. If you're listening to this and not subscribe to the Patreon, oh, but hate him. We have a new Hung and Promiscuous. It's probably the best script I've ever written or we've ever written for Hung and Promiscuous. The most in-depth, you know, it's the smartest script. The most deepest, <laughs> if you catch my drift, um, that, w- that have been written for Hung and Promiscuous. It's like we might enter this for the Emmys or the Oscars, whichever one does TV shows or shorts, podcast shorts. Is that a thing? We could start we get, our own. We get an Emmy for Hung and Promiscuous. <laughs> <laughs> for the the winner of the best podcast short series, Hung and Promiscuous. Donna gets plowed by BBC. We both go up. What would we say? What would our speech be? We're like the only qualifying... Um, entries because there's no such thing as like podcast shorts kobe won an emmy for a what three minute short film or less yeah but it wasn't we podcast could, so this will be we audio could, we could maybe we'll it. start our own podcast award show <gasps> i was gonna say that that's gotta be a thing we soon. almost jinxed we almost that's gotta be a there, thing no soon. wait there is there is a podcast they give away awards for pod best of, podcast. yeah i figured but it's probably just like but, a blog a yearly blog yeah but there's no like televised award show like if we had the capital we could put that together good it'd be nice well we might soon if enough people subscribe to watch to listen to this manscape up that price so yeah new new uh hung and promiscuous episode this week on the patreon patreon.com slash done and drew five bucks you'll get bonus episode every week and anytime someone uns- unsubscribes, I will be putting my $5 toward their unsubscription. What do you mean? So if don't if say like, that because it's going to make people think that they can unsubscribe. No, it's not because they're going to miss out on all the good content that we post on there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I, I want to increase my subscription. Okay. Give, give, I know that I know that's to not, get, it's not going to help. But, I'm, trying to get to 10 I'm, a month. I'll be losing money as I'm giving a few, us some. We had a few people um, put in more than what we asked, which was awesome. Yeah, I was confused at first. I was like, "Is this a glitch?" Had yeah. like, I was like, "Oops, ten dollars." Sure no, about I, that? 
I learned later that you guys can subscribe any amount you want over $5. So if you're feeling generous, rich, you're getting that stimulus check money, then go ahead. Give us that. Give us that $500. Bucks that a bag. Month. <laughs> um, Imagine. All right. We need to do some shout outs. So which means Tommy needs you to hit the music real quick. I haven't heard Tommy from Tommy in ages. Bro, he, he went ghost again. He went ghost this week. He started college. That's not an excuse. College is fun. Send <laughs> <laughs> us Snapchats of your adventures. Tommy's going to listen to this, and we're going to hear from him finally. We haven't, I haven't heard from Tommy in a while. And it, It'd be nice you know, to hear from him. In his defense... We haven't said anything in our Dunninger group chat and text. I did Actually, today. Did. All he did was like love it or emphasize it or like it. I'm not sure. But, you know, we haven't, we haven't asked anything of him. So, you know. True. Not yet. But, you know, sometimes when, when Monday hits, you know, that's when the, God, that's when our, that's when our brains start <laughs> That's when our brains start. They're listening on YouTube. That's when our brains start flowing and we start asking Tommy for all this shit. So maybe uh, maybe he'll come a lot. So why Tommy, he not, if- how he got a Dunninger credit card? I, I'm about to check and see if he spent some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Buying drinks for all the girls in the sororities. So Tommy, if you are listening, please hit the Kings of the Weekend. We are the Kings you. of the Weekend. Oh shit! That always hits. He was listening. Thank you, Tommy. All right, got a shout out from Apple Podcasts. Let's go! I love these. I love love these reviews on Apple. Um, Jr. Mills three on August twenty eighth said, "Kind of funny, but I was told this was a conservative MAGA podcast." You're not wrong. I just want to let you guys know that this podcast has no affiliation. Actually, oh. actually, whatever you want us to be is what we are. <laughs> so we are. <laughs> I can wear many hats, and if it's a red one, so be it. Okay, so he goes on to say, absolutely a must-listen pod for multiple years of for laughs and hor- horrific sports takes. <laughs> but you'll be crying laughing multiple times every episode. The Dunninger community is a great thing to be a part of as well. Thank you. God, that, that, I love that. I love do that. too. I didn't know we you, do, you do have that MAGA headband. Been oh, wearing that since 2016. American flag. Yep. Exactly. Um, shout, <laughs> shout out to our YouTube viewers as well. Our numbers are small, relatively, but it keeps going up every week. So that's very encouraging. YouTube.com slash Dun and Drew. You watch every episode live. And finally, these four fellas won a koozie for retweeting last episode link. Um, in case you guys missed it, we chose four f- random retweeters of last episode link to send koozies to. Um, that's what the tweet said. Actually, it didn't say four; it just said retweet for a koozie. But gotcha, bitch. Just kidding. Okay. Um, got four people: Zach Kurtzman, number two; Terry is at is Levy Hoskins two; Shout number out. three is Anthony Turner at a Turner one hundred one. Turner. Number, number four is Bryson Luckett. You know you are. You're loyal as fuck. Hey, so is he? Yes, he's very engaged. I've seen that name. Us. Yeah. Well, then. Close, okay. close to Tyler Lockett. Um, so you four, if you're listening, DM us on Twitter and send us your address. If you don't hear this, then you're not getting QZ. <laughs> if you don't hear this, then you're fake. Because you're how you retweeting, but you don't listen. So you're definitely gonna hear this. When you hear when you hear this part, tweet us 
and then send us your address. I think they already tweeted. I think they already DM'd us <laughs> on my part when I said it, not you. That's good. Okay. Sorry. Fuck. Take all, all right. Take all the credit. Dungeon is sponsored. Actually, yeah, this one's all you. You can take this manscaped one. Yes. Support everyone. What's up, everybody? Support for Dun and Drew. After all that intro, support for Dun and Drew is brought to you by Manscaped. If you're bored in the house, why not play with your balls? I do it all the time. I doing it right now. I literally do it all the time. Listen, I might get off on a tangent here, but so I live in Florida. It's really hot. I do not like to wear underwear in the house, so I free ball a lot. Yes, he does. That being said, when I'm on Snapchat and I talk to, you know, female friends, you know, I am very, very easily aroused. So, and one, one indication that you can tell you're very horny is when your balls are sagging really, you know, low. And that happens to me a lot. So I like to take care of my balls because they are a very important part of my Snapchat conversations with these girls I talk to. Uh, and that being said, our sponsor today, Manscaped, is here to make sure your balls are smooth while you or your partner are playing with them. Maybe on Snapchat, maybe just together in private. It doesn't matter. Manscaped promotes clean hygiene when it comes to shaving your balls thanks to their Lawnmower 3.0 brand new razor. Me and Drew have both, tr- both tried it out and we both enjoy it. I myself am in need of a shave myself. I'll probably get that done this week. I do need to do some self-care within the next two weeks before NFL season starts. You know, I got some new Snapchat people on my roster and I need my balls looking in tip-top shape while they're hanging there in front of the camera. Jeez, a camera. I going to say in their mouth. Oh. I was like, that's my boy. After, after yeah, quarantine, boy. yes, after quarantine, yes, because I will need my balls to be shaved if they are going to be in somebody's mouth because I am respectful of that person. I'm not. And I don't want them, you know, slobbering all over some hair, so I like to you know, like manscape it. before I get into a hookup. Um, but if you aren't getting into any hookups and you're stuck by yourself at home, if you're looking for some new things to do, why not take some time and just groom your balls for some part of your day? You might enjoy it. The balls, when they're shaved, they feel nice. When you're hanging, they feel good. Guys, you know this. You've done it before. Take some time and do it and you can be as hairless down there as me when i do my manscaped this week if you go on manscaped.com and get their perfect package 3.0 the perfect package 3.0 kit comes with the new and improved lawnmower 3.0 that i mentioned before it's a waterproof cordless body trimmer you can take it in the shower it's got this very bright led light that's my favorite part of it you know i've been saying this every episode and it comes with the crop preserver ball deodorant my favorite we're showing it on camera Ooh, you ah. just take a little bit put it in your palm don't overdo it because a little bit will go a long way you put it on your balls put it on your thighs it is anti-chafing deodorant it's got a nice smell and it also comes with the crop reviver if you need a quick spritz to go about your day for your grooming routine 
Pair those two with the lawnmower 3.0 and your balls and your penis will be smelling immaculate. Make sure you guys subscribe to the perfect package to get a new replacement blade. Refill your lawnmower 3.0. It'll be delivered to your door every three months. And it'll make sure your trimmer stays fresh and clean because that is our most important part of our bodies, guys. Manscaped is getting their money's worth in this one. You don't go to no hookup with some hairy ass balls. Andy might, but I do not. And uh, for a limited time, if you subscribe, you will not get one but two free gifts. You'll get a travel travel bag and a patented high-performance anti-chafing Manscaped boxers. To get all this, you go to manscaped.com, type in the code Dunn and Drew, all one word at checkout. You will get 20% off and free shipping. That is manscaped.com, code Dunn and Drew. Thank you. Okay. Here we go. That was great. That was good. Um, Manscaped is happy. They're happy at, at headquarters on that one. So thank you. Can you believe? Or let's get let's get into some sports. That's why I guess you guys listen. I don't know. Um, <laughs> reason. That was a long ass intro. Can you believe we're at episode one hundred and fifty? Proof. That's proof. True. I guess the first half we're all the, the swiped clean because we violated copyright issues. Yeah, we copyright have sixty five right now. <laughs> yeah. True. No, nah, we have one fifty five. One fifty. So that's roughly. That's roughly it's more than 150 hours. Imagine of, we didn't go on three month breaks five times. We would be more than at five. Yeah, five hundred. Nah, would be maybe two three. Tomato. <laughs> <laughs> but it's roughly like it's over 150 con- hours of content spread out over three years. So it's like we sat down and talked for seven days straight. Do you think we could do that? Oh, good math. Just um, talk. It's for, there's no way. Well, if we took Seven the camera to the bathroom, um, we would need to sleep. We would need to sleep. We can't talk seven straight. days in a row. But I'm just saying, in perspective, that's seven fucking days. Yeah, that's wild. That's a lot. It's a lot of talking, lost sports, a lot of bad takes. And <laughs> speaking of bad takes, let's get into it. Sports, NBA, NBA talk. Um, we just watched the the Clippers take care of business versus the Mavs, so they have moved on. We just Absolutely, I myself got all my picks wrong. Not all of them, but the ones just just embarrassing. Yeah. Um, Did you? Uh, does that wrap up the West? Like <sighs> no, first we, round? we we have Jazz Nuggets in oh, yes. twenty minutes. Now. Yes, twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. Jazz Nuggets on TNT. So we're gonna miss we'll Charles, get, Chuck, and all them. We'll give you our live reactions as Correct. we did for last week. Yeah. Even though it'll be you know first half. So it won't be much reaction, but all the other West series are wrapped up. I actually got three series. Correct. Andy, me and you both got Lakers in five. Correct. You know, give yourself nice. out in the back for that. Um, I don't think you got any others. Right. But I got Raptors in four. Right. We acknowledged that last time. We'll get to the Lakers. I mean, uh, Raptors Celtics later. And I also got Clippers in six. Right. Clippers closed out today with their game six victory. Got Clippers in six. Right. Now I'm hoping to go at least 50% with the games if the Rockets beat the Thunder in seven. So I need Thunder to win game six. I said Thunder in seven. Oh, let's go Thunder. But we'll get to that game later because I have to absolutely destroy the Thunder for how they played in game five. 
which makes me believe that the Rockets will just handle them in the next game. So Rockets and six. But for my pick, I hope Thunder win the next game. That's tomorrow. What pisses me off is that they're starting round two. Yeah. While the first round games are still going on. You're fucking up the Patreon bracketology. Well, to be fair, um, it was the it was scheduled to be on pace before the the before the strike. Strike. Speaking of which, we wouldn't even be here, but the NBA decided to keep going. If you did not know, I'm sure you knew. If you listen to Dun and Drew, you are definitely an NBA fan. NBA games took a three-day hiatus. Uh, let me pause real quick. I've had okay. a couple people ask me, what's up with the NBA? What's, what happened? What's going on? So we should you should summarize it real quick, what happened. People don't know? The, the, yes, I've been asked a few times, <laughs> hey, what's up with NBA? So just wow. summarize real quick what happened. I know I was, I was shocked too. So if you're Patrick Starr and live under a rock, <laughs> All right. The I have to I have to cook you I have to cook you niggas. Cook you. you don't listen to Dunn and Drew if you're not a sports fan. You listening because you like us like that. You don't yeah. like sports. You don't like basketball. Well, I got you might not like basketball. You might like NFL our NFL and all that other shit. But anyway, so um, I believe it was Wednesday. So uh, as everybody knows, the Jacob Blake shooting happened in Kenosha, Wisconsin, a city nobody's ever heard of. It's like 45 minutes from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And the Bucks and the Magic conveniently played first on Wednesday. And, you know, it was pregame. The Bucks, the Magic were shooting around. The Bucks didn't come onto the court. And there was talk before this day that you know a few teams might strike the games because of the shooting and the bucks decided to be the first team to do it so the bucks never came out onto the court they decided to decide not to play that game which forced the magic's hand obviously the magic decided not to forfeit the game and they would play in their game five matchup which they ultimately lost but the bucks decided not to come out they uh rest of the games that day got postponed as well. So it was Houston Thunder and Lakers Blazers were all scheduled to play the same day the Bucks Magic had that strike. And then it lasted for a couple more days because players and coaches gathered together to discuss if they would end the bubble altogether to focus on the issues going on in this country or if they should keep playing to use their platform to spread awareness and all of that. And as you guys know, we're here on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whenever you're listening to this episode, there have been NBA games. So obviously they decided to keep playing. And the reason is because they have this television platform and they felt in their best interest that they all got together and Chris Paul and the NBA Players Association got this bubble together and they decided to come to Orlando. Everybody made the trip. So they said, hey, let's just finish it out. There's not that much longer to go, and we still have this TV platform where we can promote the Black Lives Matter movement and all of that. So naturally, people, fans, us, analysts, came out both sides of the argument, either admiring the players for this strike or or saying, you know, what will this change? Why are they striking? But um, I don't like to call anybody out, but like, 
if you're like having a problem with players striking over, you know, societal issues, then I got a feeling that you're the same person who had a problem with Kaepernick kneeling during the national anthem. Um, but some people did admire them doing that. Most people did. Um, but those same Most people, people, I don't know. I think the country's pretty split on that one. You know, shit's always split. It's usually 50, 50 when it comes to anything, you know, it's half. That's why we got Democrat, Republican, 50, 50. It's all, it's, yeah. it's that 50, Sucks. 50 bullshit. Sucks. It's that 50, 50 bullshit. Um, but some people are like, yo, if the players only strike for, you know, Wednesday or a couple days, then it defeats the purpose of their larger cause. And I agree. I disagree because I think just, just doing that, you know, randomly out of nowhere with, with no mention to anybody else in the bubble, you know, it, it created, you know, a bigger conversation. So in a sense it did, you know, put the issue in the forefront of spotlight. And I guess that was their intention, but even, even more in depth, they, in the locker room, they were on the phone with the, the attorney general of Wisconsin. So, um, you know, these players are, are trying to, you know, make something happen. You know, they, they understand what's going on. They're literally playing on a court that says black lives matter. So what do you, what do you expect them to do? You expect them to, to not give a shit about, you know, shit going on in the country. But um, my point is, this is my main point for all of this. It's that if you're looking for a solution for immediate change, then you aren't going to find it. Obviously, by protesting this one game, it's not going to change anything right away. It's the same thing as like, how long were the protests going on Back in the day when we weren't even alive, the, our generations that our parents and our grandparents lived through Martin Luther King days and John Lewis, when police and firefighters were spraying people with fucking hoses and shit, they weren't protesting for one day. They were protesting for years That's and they finally got law to change to outlaw segregation. So it's it's we're kind of like still here trying to change things and it's not going to take a couple days or, or a few months It's going to take years and just these small little things that we do to acknowledge that is going to help in the long run. And well, some, that's the point. Well, something's on my mind real quick, so I don't forget. Um, the strike that the NBA players did obviously had a ripple effect through all the sports, and it even canceled NHL games. So I think they reached an audience that normally wouldn't have cared by canceling NHL games. So I think that's one of the benefits that they took by um, canceling this one game. I just want to say that because... I've been drinking, and if I, I'll forget things when they're in my mind. So I just want to say that real quick. Yeah, it rippled. It rippled into baseball, NHL. You know, white male predominant sports, which shows you that you know you you could assume that oh they're just doing this because you know they they feel obligated to, but they actually really do care, and they're the the league, the sports leagues are in solidarity together because we've come further than what we were in the sixties and seventies, fifties, forties, and more people care. Like we're more, we're definitely more integrated in 2020, obviously than we were 40 years ago, even though there's still a lot of fucking 
racism out here. And we're we're more, you know, together than ever. Um, let me say something real quick about that. Is I think that yes, more people care now, but right now we're also getting too far to where people are trying to prove how much they care and they're getting backlash for that. What do you mean? So like the whole, um, like when people. Oh, like going the extra mile to yeah, like be and, over the top about it. Yes. I, I, I tried to think of this word on the last episode or maybe this is a Patreon episode. It's not a word. It's a phrase. Fuck me. God damn it. Um, it's, it's when you show smart. It's when you pretend to care so much, but you don't really, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google it. Um, but I think we've come to, we've gotten to that place. Not everyone. I mean, people obviously like what you said, everyone is, is obviously getting better every year, but I think now some people are taking it too far and, you know, saying oh look at me look how much i care that that's getting backlash and sometimes the backlash is looked at as racism and still there i think there's that's causing confusion um as to the ultimate message the ultimate goal i think Uh, it's i think it's easy to see who's you know performing oh are you saying performative performative that's not not (laughs) (laughs) no but that's exact that's what i'm talking about it's when you're performing it's when you're like saying it's like you're apologizing for being white um stuff like that yeah i wish i knew the term so i could like feel smart in your eyes i don't even know what to google (laughs) just fuck Um, it (laughs) they they get what we're saying i i think you're talking about performative activism people that you know put on this face to seem like they care you're so close to the word the phrase i think i think um jake jake got me when we did it on patreon and i tried and i mentioned it he hit me i gotta mark the tape run the tape but um yeah so the uh nba decided to keep playing use their platform all of that jazz speaking of jazz jazz, oh yeah (laughs) So I'm not one to tell people like obviously athletes to shut up and dribble. Um, You can't take the element out of sports. And I think that includes off the court too. Um, But one of the questions I've always had was what can people do that are upset with the system that people talk about when referencing systemic racism. Um, one of the more surface level answers that some people don't like because they don't think it doesn't work. Um, not everyone likes to hear it is voting. Um, well, the NBA, I liked hearing this, that they reportedly announced that all basketball arenas will be turned into 2020 voting locations. So I like seeing action being done when people are, when you're like clamoring for social, social justice change. I I like seeing things actually happen. And I think this is the first time that um, in a while that, you know, people's um, actions or people's reactions that turn into actions. I don't know. know, Well, too bad. I can't vote in San Antonio. So that doesn't help me. Oh, uh, you can go to Orlando Magic Stadium. Orlando <laughs> Magic. No, you have to vote in your county, your jurisdiction. Oh, okay. 
Oh, yeah. I'm I'm registered to vote in South Daytona, Volusia County, so I have to vote there. I can't vote anywhere else. I can't. I'm sure you'll up, find a precinct. Can't pull up to Chicago and be like, "Yo, here to cast my vote." I will you don't say, live here. <laughs> I will say this: I'm kind of like a pessimistic uh, aspect. Go we ahead. had we had our local primary elections here in Florida a couple weeks ago, and oh. yes, what? <sighs> and yes, they're primaries. So not as popular um, because you're just voting for the representative on each side. But it was kind of like disheartening not to see any movement on social media from young people. Um, Like I said, it was primaries, granted. um, But there's elections for like prosecutors, um, judges, um, sheriffs, senators. Yes, yes. It's because we don't have enough knowledge about it. So we can't come out here and say, vote for this, vote for that, when not enough people are, you know, aware of it. Like, I got a, I got a ballot for Volusia County elections for, you know, just like simple positions like mayor and shit like that. And, you know, these are elections that we're not fucking paying attention to. Let's be real. Who's really paying attention to when their next mayor elections coming up or circuit judge or senator and shit like and that? Only that's you have, why only it's you have hard like, to get out of the system of just it's a fucking wheel that doesn't stop. It just it's it's education like people. It's like when we go to school, we go to school for fucking four or five years. We don't know shit when we come out. We learn everything after college because the education system is fucked and they don't teach a shit about real life and they don't teach a shit about voting or when the elections are coming up or how often they come up. We don't, we like, I had a a prerequisites for like G I had options for like geography and like dumb shit like that, but there's no prerequisites for, you know, shit like, you know, taxes or, you know, Elect, they should have a prerequisite for you know elections or voting and and, and educate us about how often those happen and yeah. and shit like that. Nobody knows. We don't know. And so, to be fair, like, when I was told at work that we'd be covering elections coming up, I was like, "What? What elections?" Yeah, exactly. It's, I see when I walk home from the gym, I see the mayor signs in people's lawns and shit. I'm like, "Oh, there's a yeah, fucking the fuck election you know? coming up." Yeah, Who the, the fuck, fuck you is know? Derrick Henry? He runs all over Dude. my goddamn team. I didn't know <laughs> Derrick Henry was the mayor of goddamn <laughs> Daytona Beach. <laughs> um, like, it, it is. It's like this world. Ha- it happens, and it's like after you get out of college and you become an adult, you get thrown into it, and it's like a wheel. You got It's like a merry-go-round that you got to jump on. And you're like trying to find that spot to jump on. And you're like, well, I didn't know this. I didn't know this happened, and this happened, and this happened. And it's just like, oh no, just jump on. You'll learn it eventually. It's like you get into this wheel that that's going around and around, and eventually you'll catch on and say, oh okay. By the time you're 35, okay, I know how to do my taxes. I know that. I know when to vote. I know uh, what my HOA is responsible for. Mm-hmm. I know how to pay my taxes. It's just, it's frustrating. Yeah, exactly. And not only that, but that there's so many, you know, offices being held. And we don't know the names of them and how often that they are changed. Like how often is the secretary of education changed? Like I feel like Betsy DeVoe has been in that position since I was seven years old. Like no. we, we just don't have the knowledge of the political system 
And that's part of the problem of why we're in this, you know, continuing cycle because the majority of American population does not have the education about what goes on in DC. Like we don't, we have no idea. We, we focus on the presidency, the vice presidency, and, you know, some people have knowledge about the Senate and the house, but after that kind of drops off. And a lot of people, our age, I feel like our age, Gen Z, we're starting to become more aware of the people that hold these positions now, but we don't have the knowledge of how long they're in office, what their policies are, all of that. And think about it. There's 50 states in this country and each state has, you know, an attorney general, uh, a senator, somebody in like a couple people in the house. Like I couldn't even tell you right now how many people from each state hold a position in each of the, I couldn't tell you. Cause yeah, I, have, I think that was taught in government. It was, but you're not paying attention to that shit when you're in ninth grade. Yes. And, if, and if you are, I had American government in ninth grade. That was the last time I took a government class was but ninth grade. We don't care about it because that shit doesn't matter to us until we're 18. So right. the f- it doesn't matter. It didn't matter when I was 18. It didn't matter when I was yeah. fucking 21, 22, 23. I barely know about it now. So it's a class that needs to be taught in college as a requirement. And um, if there's like one issue in our government that I really care about, it's education reform because education, it would help lead to better things in all aspects of our life. Because if we're ignorant about shit, then we can't change anything. And I realized this, I got my cease and desist letter from FAU for making that song about school don't teach you shit. Great song. It doesn't. Maybe I need to run for office. Maybe I need to be the secretary of education so I can make an education plan. I would love to do that, but I got, I got other things I love more, (laughs) but you know, it's fucked. It's fucked out here. Like we're not educated about shit when we come out of college and then we're in this, we're in mounds of debt. And then when we try to get a job, that job doesn't pay us enough to cover that debt, that student loan, not even just student loan debt. Now, now we got to pay for a car. We got to pay for a house. We got to pay taxes. There's all these fees coming out of our paychecks that barely cover shit and all these living expenses. Like this shit is fucked. But what can we do about that? We can't do nothing about all the shit I just mentioned. We just have to educate ourselves and try to stack our money the best way we can and not blow it on stupid shit. That's what it comes down to because we're not going to be able to change everything. We're not going to be able to change the way the world is, the way the United States is. So we have to be smarter with the way we handle our money. And that's what people need to understand. They need financial education because when you have financial education, you can beat everything else. So if I was secretary of whatever the fuck, I would stress on financial education because I've been doing research on my own about that myself. So if you guys need help, hit me up. We're going to be, we going to grind together. Anyway, we, were, the, we were supposed to talk about sport. We ain't even gotten to sports yet. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Celtics took one Oh lead on the Raptors. Eric texted me as the series was starting and I said, Raptors in set six. And then I said, no Celtics in seven. So I did 
have Celtics in seven. Eric, what do you have? I have Raptors in six still. Raptors um, in six. After seeing that game one, I was like, ugh, that did not look good for the Raptors. Um, shout out Connor Riley. He said, uh, shout him out when we talk about the Celtics. Big Celtics fan. Anytime the Celtics are leading a team, he uh, hits us up in the group chat and says, um, he talks trash about the opposing team, but I think Raptors will get it together. They've had their game one woes in the past, but give me the Raptors in six. I'm still cringing that we're playing a second round series before the first, hmm. um, before the first round's even over. And I feel like this is the first time ever that we've had a second hmm. round series game one end. But when there's three other series, you know, Clippers ended, but there's still two other series in the West that still haven't finished yet. And the Bucks play the Heat game one tomorrow. And I think that's the first game of the day. So I think Adam Silver is trying to say, like, let's get the fuck up out of this bubble. I think he's trying to get home and get ready for next season. But speaking of the other teams in the East, it's Bucks Heat. That starts, to, uh, not tomorrow, but Tuesday, depending on when you listen. Um, that's going to be a real good series. The Heat are really impressing out here. Didn't they sweep the Pacers? I believe they swept the Pacers, the healthy 100% Pacers with Brogdon, Oladipo, corner. I'm in a corner here. Fuck it. Y'all know who's on the Pacers. J- J- uh, d- that Warren, TJ Warren. Oh, yeah. TJ Warren, nice. bubble, bubble God. So you're getting heat. You're saying heat. Oh, I didn't yes. put nothing yet. Yes. They did Starts, sweep. I Tuesday. I completely fucked that one up. I said Pacers in seven. We both did. Yeah, we did. We we didn't get a game. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, that was tough. That was Heat awful. are nice. They are. They okay, have... so this is a good one. What do you who you got in this one? Yeah, I haven't had a chance to think about this. It's just tough. This is tough. Because like when you think about the Heat, you're thinking of the LeBron James, Chris Bosch, Dwayne Wade, Mario Chalmers, I'm not. Heat, Ray Allen. I'm not. You're not? Not at all. Think, That's been about? years ago. I'm, talk, I'm I, thinking about the Jimmy Butler heat. The Jimmy, the Jimmy Butler, Andre Iguodala. The Andre Iguodala. The nun heat. He averaged six points a game. The nun heat. The hero heat. Come on, man. You know my heat. You, the, you, watch, you watch zero games of the Heat Pacer series. That's I a lie. That's a complete lie. I... I don't know who I'm thinking of. This Heat team is is I don't know. Special I don't, is what you're looking for. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know who to pick here, but I got to pick somebody because the fucking game one starts on Tuesday, and we won't have an episode for another week, so I have to make a pick here. Did you just see what I put in there? I didn't. Okay, ready? Do you, let's do the one on. I'm not one, ready. Two, I'm not ready. I don't know. Okay, because I got Bucks, mine. I feel like they're even, kinda. Like they're both great at shooting three pointers, but. May I think the Bucks defense might be a little better. How do I go here? Fuck. <laughs> I'm so nervous. All right, I'm ready. ready? Nope. Nope. Oh. Nope. <laughs> now Yeah, I'm ready. I'm okay. Ready. Yeah, here we go. One, two, three. Bucks and Bucks six. Bucks and six. Okay. Let's go. We're here we getting go. married. You you tease the heat and then you went with Bucks and we jinxed Andy special. Bucks and six, um, Giannis, he's unstoppable. You know Bam is a good defender, but Giannis, imagine Ooh. seeing imagine seeing Giannis on a court. 
you ain't guarding him. He's longer than my penis after I just shaved my balls. With Manscaped. With Manscaped. Giannis is ridiculous. Literally. Pun intended. Everything. Bucks and six. Heat fans, if you're listening, I'm sorry I've hated you since 2012. It is what it is. It is what it is. That is the Eastern Conference. Raptors, Celtics, Bucks, Heat. I still got Raptors winning the East. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Fuck. Fuck you. Judging ass bitch. So if we're so I would have, if this happens, Celtics versus Bucks, you would have Raptors Raptors versus Bucks. Bucks. Yes. Is this a rematch? Two good series. Well, I don't remember what happened last year. I don't either. I don't know. I don't remember how many games the Raptors beat the Bucks in. Did they play? Did they? Let's do oh, fuck it. 2019 NBA God, you love, you love research. Bracket. <laughs> research. 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 These hoes be doing. I hate uh, this. I, I hate that the series aren't over and we have to talk about what ifs. Um, it doesn't say how many games with the website that I just pulled up. They played though, right? Yeah. That's all that matters to me. Oh, Good fuck. Bucks, Raptors. Bucks, Bucks, Bucks. Wait, what? Raptors won. Bucks obviously. lead. Bucks lead 2-0. Bucks lead 2-1. Series tied 2-2. Oh, the Bucks were up 2-1. The Bucks were leading 2-0 at one point. Wow. Yeah, Raptors had... Um, and then 2-1, 2-2, 3-2, 4-2. Wow, they won four straight. The Raptors did. Sheesh. Yeah. Raptors were nice last year. They they got down, but you know they they held through. Um, so yeah, those are our picks. You'll see a graphic on social media this week. Good in this in the same format as I did our first round predictions. Um, if you're in our Patreon playing the bracket challenge, I will have who advances after. I don't know because we still got Thunder Rockets. Like if the Nuggets win tonight, then it's going to Game Seven. So I don't know. Y'all just got to stay tuned, but there are still there's still just putting through the winners, the winners. Yeah, there's there's still a handful of, of perfect, perfect brackets. Ones. Yeah, like even if Jazz win, there's there's some perfect brackets. If Jazz win, there's some perfect bracket brackets. If Nuggets win, so you guys will be advancing, but you guys will be picking second round after like the first games have been played. So, um, yeah, it's weird. It's weird this year. Yeah, well, someone's got to win. Um, to the Western Conference, Lakers got it in five. We both picked Lakers in five, but I believe God, Lakers... we're nice. We're, let's just take a minute. No, fuck the Lakers. Reflect on how good we are at basketball. Fuck the Lakers. Fuck about the Lakers. Like, you know, Lakers. I mean, I might not pick them second round. Oh. I might not pick them second round. Versus who? Rockets. You know I hate the Rockets. You know I'm anti-Rockets. You know I hate James Harden. You, you are. He's shooting 55 fucking threes a game. but Breaking records up, every year. Breaking the number point record. Something about these Lakers is telling me that they're going to get exposed. Was it something like LeBron and AD combining for like 75 points the other day? They were when – I, when I got home from the Coke Zero 400 last night – and turn the game on. Of course you were there. It was 100 to 100 with five minutes left, and the Blazers had no Dame Lillard. You telling me C.J. McCollum and Carmelo Anthony are keeping you in the game? They are. 
what yeah, are right. the Rockets going to do when they get hot every other game from three? You can't keep up with that. The Rockets have this weird thing where they will have destroy you from three or they will completely lose the game from three. We have this is actually amazing. I love this. We have not seen James Harden and Russell Westbrook play LeBron James in the playoffs since the Heat since the Thunder. Thunder in twenty twelve. God, you're nice. Fuck you're a fan. This is really cool. The Rockets and James Harden versus LeBron James and the Lakers. You're giving Westbrook too much credit. I, I said I, I, I'm not because I said the Rocket, the James Harden and the Rockets. I didn't say Westbrook. Sorry. So, um, yes, Lakers are moving on. They're, they're going to be playing either the Rockets or the Thunder. Rockets are up 3-2 in the series <laughs> versus the Thunder. They play Tuesday night. I think Rockets are going to take game – what is this? Game six. Um, in game five, Westbrook returned. He's back, literally. Shot three for 13, and the Rockets still won by 34 Fuck. because the Thunder shot absolutely disgusting. Shout out Holden. Um, Holden is in our Snapchat group chat. If you're not in it, you're missing out. But you know, don't say that one. because it's closed. <laughs> you can't. I know, I know, I know. I just like reiterating that we have a Snapchat group chat with like random ass people from Twitter, but now our friends. Um, Anyway, the the uh, Thunder they shot seven for for. Let me let me say this again because I'm tan. Thank you. <laughs> the, you lost me. The Thunder shot seven for forty six from three. Are you, you serious? Seven for forty six. If we took forty six shots each, I'm making with a defender 18. in our face, like half half defender in our face, half wide open. We're that is more insane for an We're NBA team. We're making more than seven. <laughs> for an NBA team to go seven. Oh, Lord. Seven for 46 from three, and they shot 31% from the field. 31% is pretty fucking low. Usually, if you go to any game in the NBA and see the field goal percentage for the entire game, it's usually around, you know, 38 and up. 31 is pretty low. Like when you get in the 20s, that's atrocious. But Thunder lost by 34. And I had the Rockets in seven. Rockets probably going to get this in six. I don't see how the Thunder come back from a 34 point loss. Um, but if we do get Lakers, Rock, um, Lakers Rockets, hmm, I'm going to think about that one. Boy, <sighs> give me Lakers Rockets. I know I took the Thunder, but after that, here in 746, I'm off. Even though the Rockets can go can do that, they can pull that off in a heartbeat. 746. Is, is Anthony Davis averaging 40? Because the guy guarding them is going to be P.J. Tucker. is going to be guarding Anthony Holy Davis. Holy shit. How is Dan and Tony get away, getting away with this? No center? <laughs> How is he getting away with this? He's, he, can, he can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> He's, he's got Steven Adams in the paint, and – oh, wait, that's the Thunder. He's going against Steven Adams in the paint, and they're still blowing the Thunder out. What is this game plan, Mike? Small ball. Must be Jesus. using Manscaped. Must be. But 
we'll get. I mean, I guess we can, we kind of have to give our prediction now because that series is going to be over by the next time we have a podcast. Shit. Yes. Okay. So if if the Rockets went beat the Thunder, which I predict my prediction of Thunder and Seven to be wrong, if the Rockets win, imagine Thunder and Seven. Fuck <laughs> Rockets versus Lakers, the Anthony Davis thing. But you just don't see that in the NBA. When do you see them just keep feeding big men? Like teams figure it out and they just they stop that shit. You don't just see like, oh, it's PJ Tucker. They don't they don't even have a big man on the day. Let's just keep feeding Anthony Davis. He'll go off for forty five every game in the paint. Well, no, Anthony could. Davis likes threes. He likes jump shots. He doesn't nowadays. He, he does like a, that mid range. Yeah, you just don't see a center just hang out in the paint like Shaq. So I can see it's being close. I can see give me I feel like it's too easy to just take these games of seven all the time, but like, I don't think it would go to seven, but it's LeBron bro. It's playoffs It's Lakers. Give me Lakers and six. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think it would go to seven because you know, who's guarding LeBron and the Rockets, James Harden's, you know, solid defender sometimes, but you know, sometimes he'll be lazy on D he's, he just wants to that. He just wants that ball on offense. ISO shoot that fucking step back three or drive to the paint, get the foul. Um, but nobody on that D on that Rockets defense is stopping LeBron or AD. Once they once LeBron and AD figure out that nobody on the fucking Rockets can guard them both, they're gonna turn it up. They may be a little lackadaisical, maybe first game, but if they somehow lose the first game against the Rockets, like they did against the Blazers, they're going to turn up. So give me give me Lakers in five. Again, five. Wow. So, I'm 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 going for that L.A. Western Conference Finals that we've are. all wanted to see since it's ine- October. It's inevitable. Shout out to um, Thanos. Um, Clippers, Mavericks. Clippers just closed out the series four two. I say Clippers and six. Got that right. You say Clippers and seven. You still got Clippers. Whatever. Um, maybe it would have went to seven if the Mavs had Dan Porzingis for the last three games, which they didn't. Um, but they still managed to win that one game where Doncic um, scored that overtime three point buzzer beater. Um, that was like his statement game. Mavericks will be back to the playoffs, but you know, Warriors will be back also. Um, but in anyway, Clippers ended up getting that dub. Marcus Morris, still a dirty okay. player. Um, but you know, Clippers are dogs. They're dogs. And Kawhi is a silent assassin. He had 34 he, bro, points, his 14 like, rebounds, his five four, steals. His four straight mid-range jumpers that were money and crunch time. Thing of thing of beauty. He's like he's just like one of those players that'll go out there and just shut you down, and you won't even think twice about it because he does it so quietly. He doesn't show any emotion after he makes buckets. He just jogs his ass back to the other side of the court after he makes them, and that's going to propel the Clippers to maybe the conference finals. Maybe he's maybe he shut he shut up and dribbles. He hears all, all these, all this. Exactly, that's exactly what he does. He's if sh- you if you saw his post game interview, that man looked like he was pissed off. Ain't no way he was pissed off. That's just, just Kawhi. That's who he is. And the Clippers are going to be playing either the Nuggets or the Jazz. 
So we we snored on the Nuggets and Jags series, but that's actually been the best series of the first round. But mm-hmm. when they play the Clippers, I feel like it'll be a different story. Maybe not, but I really don't want the Jazz to move to the second round because I think the Nuggets have a better squad. I don't know how the Jazz are doing this shit, but Jamal Murray has been going crazy ever since he fucking got his dick sucked on his Instagram story. He's been fucking <laughs> putting the ball in the hoop. He's good with his balls. We both said Nuggets and five. This shit going to seven probably. I think the Nuggets will win tonight, and this shit will go to seven. And I think Jamal Murray or Donovan Mitchell, one of them, if not both, may score another 40-piece. But I like I have Clippers. Clippers-Raptors is my finals series. So whoever the Clippers end up playing, Nuggets or Jazz, I've got the Clippers beating them. Because I'm still a Kawhi fan, regardless of what he did to San Antonio. I have a, a, some place, some weird place in my heart still for Kawhi. Love the guy. And I'm riding with him. I'm riding Sorry. him. Riding his stick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, till I cream on it. Nuggets Jazz. You think, wonder, either, you think either of those things being the Clippers? You think that we ever get like first time listeners? And they tune in to like the latest episode and they hear that like, fuck. The and fuck I'm writing, I'm writing a stick. <laughs> I'm writing his fucking cock into the sunset. <laughs> like, whoa, man. Let me hey, get back to that, Joe Rogan. That's, that's what might make him stay. Who else is doing that? True. You know? No one. Ain't nobody being gay. So we've got our East predictions. We've got our West predictions. Um, Clippers, Clippers, Jazz, Nuggets. Who, who would you have? Would you have Clippers or would you have Nuggets or Jazz? Tell me you have Clippers. Clippers. Duh. I'm taking Clippers in five. <laughs> Whoever it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. Hurricane update. Let's let's go to the tropics real quick. Um, just like the Pacers, Laura, Hurricane Laura, like that we hyped up last week, was all hype. No bite. Really? I mean, I'm sure people lost houses and jobs. And I'm sure people lives. lost houses. But it wasn't as devastating as it looked like it was going to be hurricane. It was category four when it landed. I thought it was going to be category two. Um, Marco. Marco was another all hype. He disappeared. He pretty much disappeared before even landing. Um, but right now in the tropics, we got four brewing. Uh, four. We'll update, yep. <laughs> we'll Is Nana out there? Possibly. Not nothing yet, because they haven't become they haven't been named yet. But Nana. Um, we'll keep you updated. Next week, I'm sure we'll have a Big update on the tropics. Might be getting hit by one. These things move fast. Well, if there's four, I'm sure one of them coming to the east coast of Florida. Imagine they all go to the Gulf. (laughs) Sorry, Louisiana. Uh, We're just sipping our rum and Red Bull. (laughs) Speaking of that, this rum is delicious. On the rocks, huh? Yeah. Not even on a rock. Oh, that's gross. Warm ass rum. Um, all right, NFL time. I know you guys are excited for NFL. We got, we're two weeks away. It is currently Sunday. We're two weeks away from it Sunday feels, NFL it's crazy. Two weeks no, getting... from week one, not preseason, because we right. skipped that shit, which I mm-hmm. hope we do every year. Yes. Um, week fucking one. That's insane. P- I, wonder if, I wonder if players are going to be rusty because there's no preseason. I can't rusty. wait to see what this looks like. Gonna be hella injuries, you know. We getting that the Thursday night doubleheader though, Texans Chiefs and another thing Raiders. 
Um, but you know, we all itching for that Sunday morning, you know, our first real fantasy football matchup. Put up, know, put in your lineup. Sun, CBS Sunday morning theme song. God, I can't um, wait for that shit. I don't know what y'all watch, but you know, Jags play on CBS. So I go, I'm ready for that 20 0 first quarter. And, um, you know, I'm excited. You know, football is my preferred sport to watch college over NFL, as you know, um, get to college later, but I'm excited for NFL. Obviously, as you guys know, I don't know if you, I don't know if I said it, but you know, Jags going to be doing something special. Can't wait to announce that. Well, I'll announce it officially when I'm ready, but not ready yet. But speaking of Jaguars, I woke Eric up to some breaking Jaguars news this morning. Uh, I'm not sure why Adam Schefter was ready for a trade at 5 a.m., but he was. Um, Yannick Ngakwe, the Jaguars um, upset Jaguar defensive end, um, wanted a trade, didn't want to play there anymore, falling in Jalen's footsteps, telling him he's unhappy and wants to get out because he didn't get a contract soon enough. Um, And he did. He got out to the Vikings for a second-round pick and a conditional fifth-round pick that could become a third-round pick. But it can only become a third-round pick if – he makes a playoff or he makes a Pro Bowl and the Vikings make the Super Bowl. It can be a fourth round pick if he just makes a Pro Bowl. So it will probably be a fourth round pick. I don't see the Vikings. I don't see Kirk Cousins getting it done <laughs> in that <laughs> NFC, in that crowded NFC this year. Yeah. Um, but it's possible. Shit. Yanni can put him over the top on defense. He's a special talent. He's a bitch, but he's a special talent. Um, speaking of bitches, Jalen Ramsey continues to be one. Um, he all continues. He, he has to chime in every time a fucking player gets released or gets gets their wish in the Jaguars. He wished he wished um, Yannick. He's like, yo, bless up. Um, you got you got what you deserve, man. Get out of there. All happy. Um, thank the Lord. Fuck you, Jalen. God, yeah, I, I I hate to spoil shit, but you haven't watched Hard Knocks. But in one of the episodes, um they focus on Jalen Ramsey getting a new house in LA and I hope they, they tax the fuck out of him in California in a, in a short bit. He said, you know, you know, I, I got traded from the Jaguars to the Los Angeles Rams is probably the best day of my life. Fucking hell. So you, you gonna be pissed when you hear that. The best fucking day of his life. Are you kidding he's, me? He's, How about the said, day we fucking drafted your ungrateful ass? He said he said best or greatest day, one of those. Either way, it hurt me. I was like, how how Jags getting trashed on hard knocks? And then not get, even I, in we it. We get we get trashed enough and we somehow still getting shit on a hard knock series, which isn't even about us. We're on the other side of the fucking country and we're getting a bit where Jalen <sighs> Ramsey's talking about, oh, he's looking for a new house in LA, touring it and shit. And the 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 sellers of the house are they put up all this shit for Jalen Ramsey so they could make him buy it, and then they interview him and like, oh yeah, you know, trading getting trade from Jacksonville one of the greatest days of my life. I was like, fuck you, fuck you. I know God, you're from a, a I know you're I know you're a Cali guy, but like, come on, you have to say all that. How was he a Cali guy? Wasn't he born there? No, Tennessee. I'm fake. Oh yeah, he's from Nashville. Take your ass to the Titans so we can beat you once a year. Once. Only Jags fans will get that. Not while they have Derrick Henry. <laughs> um, Speaking of. No. I just, <laughs> this fucker. Man, he fucking. 
Like, why Why just grow up? You think people are, are tweeting publicly about their business? Like, if someone gets out of a job, they, well, I'm sure they are, but they'll probably say it behind closed doors, not in public. Like, you're just, you're tearing open a, a wound that Jaguars fans, like, do you not know that Jaguars fans follow you? Like, why are you being such a dick? Like, fuck, I hope the, so I have two rooting interests now. Since I need the Vikings to go to the Super Bowl to get a better draft pick, I'm rooting on the Vikings this year, and I'm rooting against the Rams because we still have their first-round pick. And, of course, they have Jalen bitch-ass Ramsey on their team. And with those jerseys. Those jerseys in that stadium are going to be lit. I hope the Chargers do better, though. I'm surprised Jalen made time between tweeting out all those fake Bible verses that he tweets out all the time. I'm surprised he made time to tweet about this Yannick Ngakwe news. Yep. Um, thing going around is all the players from the Jags 2017 championship team all gone. Only player left really from our draft or any of that is Fournette. So if you guys see He's that tweet, one. if you guys ever see that tweet, please don't send it to me. I've seen it already a million times. I get it. I get we lost everybody. Don't need you to reiterate. Oh, yeah. That tweet that says, hey, here's the Jaguars roster. And when they made the AFC championship game in 2017, they had seven pro bowlers. None of them are on their team anymore. Or they list every single player that was on that defense. And then in parentheses next to the name, they say what happened to each of them. You know, trade, extended, jail, jail, left, etc. So, you know. We get it. Um, we've been the joke of the NFL for years. You know, you don't you don't got to rub it in. We get it. <laughs> you know, what the fuck, this is this is known. Um, but we still we still gonna be a fan. You know, it is what it is. I got Jags, got a Jags blanket on my wall right here. I'm sitting on a Jags blanket. I'm drinking out of a Jags cup. You know, it is what it is. It's my squad. I got a fucking Jackson DeVille bobblehead. Get off my cock, guys. It's my squad. I, I already Whatever you send me, I already know. So, that being said, let's get into our next 10 top 100 NFL players. Mm, I can't wait to do mine. The Dome. I can't wait to do mine. Send it to we me. Are, Pick one. We are now... In the top 30, we're about to do 30 through 21. So these are players just outside of the – not in the top 20, but just outside the top 20. Um, I get the pleasure of starting for some reason because that's just how the colors fell. And I am – we had 31. We had 32, Yannick, unfortunately. Now he's a Viking. Probably do pretty good. He's a good player. Fuck him, though. 31, Tom Brady. And I get the pleasure of starting off with number 30. Um, so I'm, I got kind of nervous here because last year, you know, we forgot Aaron Donald. So we had Tom Donald. Now I feel like we're about if to you do, do this again. If you do Aaron Donald here, I'm turning off zoom and I'm going to bed. I've been watching hard knocks. So I'm going no way, to bed. There's no way I'm picking Aaron Donald okay, at 30. Okay. You know, I know he's, no, he's nice. I'd pick Jared Goff at 30, but I want to do Aaron Donald. Um, give me. 30, 30, 30. So these these are like the, this is like the oh, great, yeah. good, good ass players, but oh, not, yeah. t- not too good. You mm. know? Um, oh, Quentin Nelson. You got Quentin Nelson. He's like, 
the only O line I know. Yeah, and I know he's great. Stole. And I was I was waiting to use that one in top fifteen. You went way too early on that one. Wait, what you mean? Way, way that's only too 15, early. He's probably that's only fifteen more spots lower. Lineman in football, but that's okay. All right, my turn. Working with a fucked up list as usual. I gotta always. I think, work. Our, I think our list is pretty good. Gotta always work to bring us back around. You don't think our list is good? It's got a few hiccups. The only hiccup I see. Say it. Is Calais Campbell <laughs> at ninety eight? That's fine. There's so many worse. I have. I'm out of players. I honestly. No, you're not. Am out of players. No, you're not. Did we? These do- are the. These are the top thirty. How are you out of the top thirty players? This is where we should be like at our best. Thirty though. I feel like. Let me. Um, let me ponder. Oh, don't say one. Christian ponder. Christian. <laughs> Career backup. Man. Was I'm nice looking college, at, I can see this player in my brain just making tackle after tackle. You looking at logos? Yeah. And I can yeah. see it. Can you see him? Nope. You can't? Please. I can't. Sign on no defense. <laughs> please. <laughs> I boom. think you're thinking of uh boom. They said boom. Fuck me hard. I think we picked everyone. No, we didn't, bro. Twenty nine. Aside from 20, like the top 20, ten. Twenty nine, bro. You have fifteen picks left. You you think 15 top 30 players. Oh, who plays? Oh, I got it. Who plays opposite Von Miller? Opposite? Bron- Broncos starting defense. That new guy? Don't pick a new guy. It's not a new guy. Three, four. Okay. Fletcher? No. Stop. I want to find out myself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. DeMarcus? Oh, I thought it was saying DeMarcus Lawrence? Blair. Marcus Ware. Who's Demarcus Lawrence? I'm thanked. Um oh here we go. Nope. Bradley Chubb. Nigga who? <laughs> he's nice. No, 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 I know who that is. Okay, good. But I, I know he's top 30. <laughs> oh shit. Is he? Is he nice? He had one sack last year. One sack. <laughs> And 16 tackles. How you doing research? You can't do research. If you say Bradley Chubb, you got to write this shit. <laughs> okay. Damn it. Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb. <laughs> 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 hey, this is the second year. This is the second year. Bro, this, this man that's making our graphics for us. You think he's like super confused? Well, every time I send him the list, I, I send him a message to like save us. I'm like, yo, we're just joking. We're just joking, we're just joking bro. We're just joking. <laughs> it's just a joke. Because our graphic designer that makes these, he he does graphic design for Pitt college college team, Pitt Pitt Panthers. So 
he knows football. So, you know, I know he's roasting us behind closed doors. Um, 28, give me – I'm going to stick with Colts here. I'm going to go T.Y. Hilton. <laughs> First of all, I think we already picked them. No, we didn't. If we did, uh, I can take it off. You're lucky we didn't. Second of all, I think, I think it's second Philip of all, you're what you're just so bad. Like, why? He's not ahead of all these receivers that we picked already. Oh my god. Don't Says make the me Bradley say it. Chubb nigga. Don't don't make me say it though. I'll make you say whatever you want. He's not Damn. better than Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin at 70. Fuck Chris Godwin. Pick Mike Evans here. Mike Evans, not, Mike Evans not top 20, so you better pick him at 25 or something. Mike Evans is top 20. No, he's not. But I don't want to put him because fucking you got Chris Godwin so low. Chris Godwin has a lot to prove still. He's oh only been God. in the league a couple years. You ready for this one? I'm a Penn State man. I know what I'm talking about. I'm not ready. I don't know what the hell you're coming with. <laughs> Me neither, to be honest. <laughs> I like T.Y. Hilton. It's going to be Phillip Rivers' number one target. Unbelievable. He might he might get 1,500 yards and, and 30 touchdowns. He might be the new uh, Marvin Harrison. Reggie <laughs> Wayne. T.Y. Hilton and Phillip Rivers is the new Manning. <laughs> Manning what? Manning what? Harrison. Harrison. God, Manning Harrison. That's no. You'll see week one. Maybe Manning. Um, what what Jag secondary? Emmanuel Sanders. T.Y. Hilton. Henderson. That Colts O line mixed with Philip Rivers' expertise. We'll see. Imagine week one. T.Y. Hilton breaks records. I'm going to reference this list and say I should have put him at 13. I'm going with Laramie Tunsil. No, you're not. No, you're not. You can't. You can't even tell me Laramie Tunsil's stats. Offensive linemen don't have stats. Exactly. So why the fuck are you picking Laramie smoking ass Tunsil who played one year for who? Miami. You sleep? I'm not sleeping. I'm hibernating on that pick. Yo, listeners. Listeners. Bradley Chubb, Laramie Tunsil, we're in the top 30. <laughs> top 30. <laughs> We go. We go. <laughs> We're top 30. We go Bradley Chubb, T.Y.L., and Laramie Tunsil. <laughs> we. we. Yes, we, bitch. No. You have two out of three of those picks. <laughs> um, 26. It's getting harder. It's, um, it's hard from 100. There's so many offensive players, but they're so good. I don't want to take them. I don't want to take them before we hit 20. So let me talk. I'm, I'm trying to think of all the best players, but like, I don't want to pick them too low. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you've been doing this whole list. Okay. 
We've been doing this for 50 days. Leave me alone. Give me, 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 give me. God, I wish we still had Jason Taylor. What a beast. Wow. Get. Did we pick him yet? Let's see. Let me check. Let me check. Jason Taylor? I hope not. No, not Jason Taylor. Another D lineman who's pretty decent. I don't think we picked him. Cam Jordan. Oh, my God. What? What now? Every pick. Every yeah, pick, you got something to say. Fucking Jordan? You're nice. Oh, okay. You're good. You're good. I'm thinking of Dion Jordan. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Don't worry about it. My turn. Why do you know so many players? <laughs> I'm going on a I'm going on a run on offensive linemen. Give me um Oh my god. Ty, Tyron Smith. Oh, Cowboys. Yep. God. Well, they're on NBC every night, so you better know that name. Ba-ba-ba-ba. You know you, you know you it? can hear um um Chris, Chris Collinsworth. Jinx. Oh, you know you can hear him talking about how well he's blocking right now for Ezekiel Elliott. Mm. Speaking of Zeke, look at that I'm pancake, joking. pancake block. Yeah, you better. Um, twenty four. It looks like we're at twenty four. Looks like we're getting to the the nitty gritty of things. Fuck. We're running out of players. <laughs> no, we're not. It's just I don't want you to roast me for picking somebody too low, but. I do. You're going to you get any, over any pick, it, I, it any, like. pick any pick I I choose. You're you're coming at me for. Um, twenty four, twenty fourth best player in the NFL is Derrick Henry. Oh my God, you we're he, gonna run out of players. He's top ten. I would put him top ten player in the league. Oh, you would. Luckily, it was not your pick. Do you see him? He's a boy amongst men. He's a man amongst boys. Did you boys. see me standing next to him in the picture? The nigga's small. Fuck that nigga. Small. I could run. I could run whatever he ran. You ready for my pick? You're going to die. I, I can't put Derrick Henry in the top 20. <laughs> You're going to die at my pick. You ready? Well, I don't know half the people you've already chose this list. David Bagatari. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> Back. <laughs> 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 oh, you an Iranian football league? Who the Bro. fuck is David Beckham? His <laughs> 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 rum like getting into my esophagus, making it. Bro, better. who is that? David Bakatari. He's a tackle on the Packers. Oh my Told you it's a run and offensive lineman. Why I'm, I'm cheating? Why I'm, I'm looking these up? I'm done. I'm done. Packers O line. Who know who knows the Packers O line? Listeners, come on. You hear Andy roast me every pick. Who the fuck <laughs> is David Bakatari? This nigga looking something up. Luckily, this is my last pick. Bro, what is this? What is this top? T- 30. This is this is the worst 10, 10 player t- run that we've had. This is terrible. <laughs> and now I'm pressured to do 22. Okay. We're going to forget somebody. We need to start just no. picking. We need to start picking good ass players. No. Somebody. 
we're, we're gonna, gonna get too somebody. many people or forget somebody no, we're gonna. We yeah, have we're fifth, gonna... we have fifteen players each, and you used Bradley Chubb, Laramie Tunzel, Tyrod Smith. You have eleven picks left. <sighs> okay. Okay. This list is fucked. When I when I post these graphics, people to are gonna be like, homes. "Who the who the fuck are these motherfuckers?" No, I could list you ten off off rip right now. Best ten in the NFL. That leaves us with ten more, and we're gonna we're gonna miss we're gonna miss some because this episode we're fucking up. And while I'm stalling, I gotta pick my twenty second player. Um, Jesus, Drew, 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 Drew. One. Let's see. One, two, three, four. We're gonna have we're gonna have ten players left after this. A piece. So every every player I mentioned, you say, Oh, take that ten, I take that twenty. You only get ten pick you only get ten picks. Just be aware of where you're picking them. Give me fuck. Did we pick Julian? I'm joking. We did. Fuck. Fuck, you fucked me, you fucking fuck. Give me Dalvin Cook. I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear you. I'm okay I with that one. I don't want to hear you. I'm actually okay with that one. I don't want to hear you. I'm okay with it. No, you're not. I am. You have to be. <laughs> <laughs> Dalvin Cook. First year he did nice. Towards ACL. Good running back. They lost Stefan Diggs. They're going to be running a lot. 21. Saquon Barkley. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> he put down his headphones. He's gone. But I want to hear your argument. Where Come back. Come back. Oh, my God. He's pacing. He's crying, I think. <laughs> he's just trying to roast me because he's just trying to get back at me because his picks have been so bad. <laughs> oh my God. Put the headphones on. Talk. What? Tell him, speak your mind. What do you mean, what? 21. He's top 10. And so is... He's like top five running backs in the league. Okay, top five running backs in the league. That's fine. He can be 21 in the league. Top three. He's top three. Stop getting injured. We're done. We're done here. I'm not not debating you on this. Trash. Trash list. It's fine. Next year, Laramie, we'll be- Laramie Dunson. <laughs> Next year will be better. No, we won't. Laramie Dunson. Who? <laughs> we only know him from the weed. The weed draft. I need a sip. I need some more ice. 
Jesus Christ, man. Saquon, 21. I have never been more. I don't even know the word. Is the what you just you just blindsided me? Can't even pick him in the top ten. I'm moving the fuck on. Rants, raves, and reviews. Fuck. Review college football real quick. It looks like we're gonna have the ACC, the SEC, Big Twelve out of the Power Five conferences, and then Conference USA, American Athletic, and Sun Belt in the Group of Five conferences. So we're gonna get six conferences total. Um, there's going to be like three SEC teams in Clemson in the playoffs. So basically everything's the same. Uh, but go Owls, I can't find myself picking uh, a Power 5 school. I tried. I asked Twitter. I said, yo, Big Ten fans, since we ain't getting Big Ten football, I said, Big Ten fans, who should I be a fan of? Most of the people said the Florida Gators or Clemson. And I, I can't do that. Can't do that. So I guess I'm stuck watching the fucking owls this college football season. And um I'm sad. But we'll you know, we'll see. I don't know if they're still gonna do college game day and all that shit, but I hope they do. It's I hope gonna, it's gonna be different. It's gonna be different this year. They're not gonna have those big tailgates this year. You're crazy. Everyone's not gonna be but they'll still do the college game day show. It's not the same if the whole crowd ain't behind them. The whole crowd gives them energy. Like all those bumps to the cheerleaders and uh, the coach walking through the, the crowd and all that, the plane landing, it's, it's a whole scene. And we ain't going to get that this year. So it's going to be different. I'm still going to watch it. Obviously, I'm still going to watch college football. But if my conference isn't playing, so I feel some type of way about it, obviously. Did you see the first play of the college football season was a touchdown? didn't was that nascar that was austin p yeah versus central arkansas great i, I didn't even know they were playing <laughs> uh, uh i i did because i got a we got a listener that went to central arkansas for college so he told me He's like, yo, first college football game of the season, Central Arkansas and Austin P. are you going to watch? I said, yes, but I lied because I wasn't going to be home. But he he did show me this play because he obviously this is his alma mater. But, you know, nobody, nobody gives a fuck about these FCS teams. But, yeah, you know, it's great. Great, great for, great for college football. First, first play of the college football season, a little, little, whatever the fuck that was, kick return, seventy-five yard pass. I don't know. I watched it and don't remember. <laughs> Here's a review. I finally watched Avengers Endgame, and oh my god, like that whole movie is just special effects. After watching like how it's made and the behind the scenes, there's no like, there's no in like acting in the elements it's all green screen it's mm. like no all one right. wears no one really wears their costume it's just added afterward it's insane it's like it's like a, a cgi cartoon but um with the real people i don't know makes you think does acting in those types of movies really seem that fun it's when a good it's, question like how do you boring. how do you act in something like that that you can't even see when it's all in front of a green screen, you don't get to put on the costumes that look so, you know, 
badass in the actual film. It's, yeah, it's how do you? It's it's a real talent to take do on the like role. That. Yeah, like you're <clears throat> you're you're just in this bodysuit with whatever the fucks on them, those little sensors or whatever. Yeah, the little dots. Yeah, so it, it's special talent, and I don't know if I could do it because you know, like, but like after after acting in something like that, and then seeing all the effects and uh, CGI put in and, and post in the editing and all that, I, I would feel pretty fucking sick seeing that after mm. I know what I put into it, um, shooting in a green screen, green screen um, setting. But that's a lot of movies. You know, Harry Potter had a lot of green screen scenes too. Um, you know, movie, fucking Hollywood's crazy. Like the budgets that they have for these movies and, what we see on screen is is ridiculous completely different from what they're actually filming it's crazy there's so much there's so much talent off screen that that we see in post that it's, doesn't get acknowledged yeah enough. seeing what they film versus what it shows up as those people that are working behind the scenes got to be as talented as like doctors that's how much education it's got to take to be able to pull that off it's insane. Anyway, talk about Coke Zero Four Hundred. <laughs> well, doctors are saving lives. <laughs> I'm talking about the talent. The talent it takes. Still, um, yeah, Coke Zero Four Hundred. So, um, yeah, last three Daytona races I went to got rained out, so it was nice to be able to experience a race um, that I got to watch in its entirety with no weather delays. I got to experience it in the, you know, the best suites in the Speedway. I invited Andy, but he had to work. But we could have got tanked all night watching. God, that would have been nice. Like, when you go to a NASCAR race, if you're in a suite, you're not watching the race. You know, there's TVs to watch it. And you can, like, you can see the entire track from the suite. You can you can barely see it from the grandstands because, like, some of the, the infield buildings are covering the the super stretch part of the track. But when you're in the suite, you can see the entire track all the way around. So you can see all the crashes, all the the cars, and, and you can see it all. And that was the only – this is just the second time I was ever in the suites for a NASCAR race, and it was dope because, because we were in the best suite. I'm going to keep reiterating that. We were in the best suite <laughs> in the Speedway, the France Suites. Um and they're called the France Suites, not because of the country, but because NASCAR, oh was, NASCAR was founded by Bill France. And Bill France's family was in the suite with us, like the grandsons Whoa. or whatever. Interesting. Um, I didn't say hi, but, you know, whatever. But I'll be back. But, you know, it was a good time. Open bar. You know, when you're in the France suite, you know, it's an open bar. You know, those France do it right. Um, free food, free candy, you know, right. Move everything, on. everything was free. I invited Andy. He didn't go. Let me say Oh my again. God. I know. <laughs> I treat you like shit. Yeah, you do. You do. Sometimes I told Andy, I said, one day you're just going to say, fuck it. One of these days. Zane get it. drunk. Yeah. Zane, Zane was drunk as fuck. Fuck. God, that like, fun. Zane was like, yo, I haven't had a night like this in so long. Thank you so much. Yeah. Zane had a good time. Um, and so did the other people I brought. They were like, yo, I haven't had a night like this in forever. So why you got yeah. why you got a squad? Hey, I just try to give people the best time of their lives. That's what I do best. Putting people onto the shit I get to experience. You know, I don't like to do shit alone except watch basketball. So So here's a rave. Um 
I, this is weird. This is different. Don't make fun of me. I was listening to Gary V the other day. And he's talking about selling, uh, buying and trading Pokemon cards. So I went to Target after doing some research for a few hours and bought my very first decks of Pokemon cards because he said they're gaining in popularity and people are making money on eBay, buying and selling and collecting. So I bought two packs. Let me go through what I pulled from those packs. Guy, I'll, I'll just show you that. I'll keep it short and sweet and just show you the, the hologram I love Pokemans. You do, but do you know the new ones? Like, do you know... Focus. Oh, oh God, I can see my scar. That's not a new Pokemon. It's not? Who is this? I can't see. I don't know how to pronounce the name, but I've seen it before. It's um, Vibrava. Vibrava. But anyway, the best one I got was... Well, you got Mew. Sick-ass Mew. Yeah. Hologram. Mew, Mew a legend. And this one I looked up on um, eBay is worth seven bucks. So I am in my bag. Seven. Relax. It starts small. Tell Gary V, where the fucking $15,000 card are. <laughs> All right. So what I did was I saved one pack to open on, on here. So here we go. Let's do some ASMR. How, how many cards are on in there? Uh, maybe like 10. 10? Mm. There's a lot of generations of Pokemon, so hopefully you got some fire. Let's see. Let's see what my hollows are. You're going to have a Caterpie. Let's see what my rare card is. <laughs> All right, we got... I can't even see in the start, so I'm going to have to hold it up here. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Why well, I got scammed. Who's what the fuck is that donkey? Yeah, so that's not a hologram. So I'm 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 chilling. Mud Bray. Oh, I know who who. Who is that? Who who? who, who. Yep. Okay. Who, who. Um, I can't really hear you. Is your mic fucked up? Hello, hello, hello. No, it's like low. Hello. 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 Oh, let me let me restart. While he um, fixes his microphone. Don't know what happened there. Whether one of us messed up with our. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Good. Say again. Hello? Mm, maybe it's on me. Is it on you? Maybe. You can hear me? Yeah. But it's not the same. What the fuck happened? Maybe I'm... Go again? Hello, hello. I guess. Something's weird. That is weird. It just... Hello? Sure. All right. What do you mean, sure? I don't know. It's just not as loud as it was before. That's weird. Anyway, next I one. Guess I'll, I guess I'll get super oh, close. Oh, that's better. That's better. How better? Oh, how better? Oh. I don't know who's who the this? fuck. That, I don't know who the fuck that is. Pin, pinch, pink, pinch, 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 Pinkerton. Nope, never heard of that motherfucker. Okay, next. Now you got you got ripped off. Not yet. Haven't got to the nice ones. Okay, Volpix. That's that's Brock's Pokemon. You know Brock? Yeah, he's uh, the Asian looking one. 
Yeah, yeah. good job. All right. Asian, so this one's a different look. It's a dark. It's a dark color. Nicket. I got Nicket. one of these already, though. Got one of these in the last pack that I opened. You got two Nickets. I don't know Nicket. I wouldn't buy Nicket. Who the oh, fuck is? Oh, got a hologram. This a rare candy. Ooh, okay. that's cool. Who who's buying rare candy Pokemon? Don't cards? know what that does. Isn't... <laughs> All right, another hologram. Oh wait, no, not a hologram. Rose. Roserade. Yo, what? Yo, some, you need to you need to find ones. like you need to find like the original one fifty. Oh shit! This is a star though. It's not even hologram. This is annoying. <laughs> bro, it's not the same, bro. It's not the same. You can't just get the original 150 anywhere. I used to have those. I used to collect Pokemon cards. Remember the vine with Chip? I got a Squirtle. Yeah. I got a Charmander. Fuck <laughs> shit, my pissy. Yeah, I had Pokemon cards. I just don't know what I did with them. Might have given them Goodwill. Salazale? Nope. Not being a pussy. I mean, Bell. Oh, this one. Yeah. Pokemon Center Lady? Nope. What? What's That's Nurse Joy. Of, what, 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 what kind of cards are you getting, bro? Like, what is this? What are, are these the cards that are selling? Doug Trio. Oh, I know Doug Trio. That's an OG. Do. That's an OG. All right. So I'm gonna look up, see how much. Which one of these in here? You finna make fifty bucks. Roserade. That, <laughs> Roserade really. That one stands out because it looks like it's a rare one. So. Look that one up. Anyway, you'll be you you make some money. You'll make some money. That's my new hobby. Pokemon cards. <laughs> Can't wait to get a binder. <laughs> hey, I used to have football cards, basketball cards, Pokemon cards. Yo, you might if you, too bad you didn't keep them because yeah, the basketball cards are really apparently those rookies, those Luca, Zion, LeBron. Luca. I don't remember what I had, but ooh. I got another rave. The U.S. Open starts Monday. Tennis. Tennis U.S. Open. And so does my league, my tennis league's playoffs. I'm, I went 4-0 this season. 5-0 if you count the game that my opponent defaulted, but I don't. 4-0. Man, last night or two nights ago was, was, was a scare. That's a short-ass short season. I, well, the league... My league is small because there's not many people in the area, but the my division is small, but the whole league has like 40 players in it. Mm. I'm even though I'm undefeated, I'm full, ranked 4th in the league, so I'm nervous about these playoffs coming up, but um yeah, for no um my question to you is which one are you going to be watching? I think US Open. Yep, knew the answer. Yeah. Yeah, your shit's not televised. It's not streaming. I can't watch it. So and you know, you're I'm not. A, you're never gonna visit me. So yeah, right, right. I'm not gonna watch that shit. I'm gonna watch the U.S. Open, and we'll talk about the U.S. Open, and we'll pick our favorite tennis players. Um, and yeah, I'm sure anyway. we'll have updates because you know Federer and Nadal will win their 78th championships. <laughs> no, you mean Djokovic? Djokovic is he injured? Man. Thought he's injured. Still. Yeah, he's probably he's always injured. So yeah. all right, let's finish this up because we got to get to Patreon because we got um, hung and promiscuous. And T Gozy is going to join us. He's got a role in Hung and Oh, the OG. Week, so. so he's uh, he's waiting for us. Let's finish this episode up with some rants. What you got? What's net 30? 
I got a couple of rants. I got a, a net 30 rant. Uh, if you're a self-employed person, you know what net 30, net 60 means. It means you don't get paid for 30 or 60 days. And I think that should be illegal. Um, as a self-employed person myself, I usually have to wait 30 to 90 days, sometimes 100 days for my money to come to me. And I think this is unlawful and should be against the law. But sadly, it is what it is currently. Um, I would rant about it, but I've ranted about it before on the podcast. You guys have heard me talk about this. And Dunn and Drew is now part of that. Andy's now subjected to net 30 with Manscaped. So um, it is what it is, Drew. It's the LLC life, LLC Twitter. Um, I got a quick rant. I had to write an MLB story. The Rays today, the Tampa Bay Rays, made a trade. They traded Jose Martinez to the Chicago Who? Cubs. No, you know, Jose, you've heard that name. For sure, you've heard that I've name. I've heard, heard it everywhere. Jose Martinez sounds pretty fucking normal. So, the Ray, it's the Rays' first baseman designated hitter. He was okay. traded to the Cubs. So, I, I saw this tweet come across, and I had to write a story off of this. Tell me if you know what this means. Designated hitter Jose Martinez has been traded to Chicago Cubs. Two... PTBNLs are headed back to Tampa Bay. The Cubs get a lefty masher, and the Rays now may get to give more ABs to Randy Arozarena, whom they acquired with Martinez in a trade this offseason. There's some slang in there that I just did not understand, but I learned later that PTBNL means player to be named later so these mlb teams just making fucking trades without even knowing what they get in they're just saying here we'll give you these and uh we'll figure out what we get for them later like what yeah that make no damn oh sheesh Jokic just gotta just nail the fucking 53 yeah he's got the clip denver's up 45 41 they we they gotta win this game to get for us to get a game seven they do, and we'll be waiting two days for that fucking ending. Um, look, look at us. We can't even talk baseball. <laughs> Get distracted uh, real quick. Fuck baseball. But speaking of leagues we don't watch, the NHL. Um, so I have one more rant. The Seattle Kraken, as you guys know, maybe not. I saw this. I might have said this just on Patreon, but I DM'd the Seattle Kraken, new NHL team. They're coming to the league next season. Um I DM them saying, yo, I need help becoming a fan of a team. And I figured since you guys are new to the league that I'll be a fan of y'all, I need some help. So they replied to me and said, oh, oh, that's what's up, Eric. We're going to send you some merch. What's your size? What's your address? We'll send you some stuff. And I thought everything was all cool and shit. But guess what? It's been three motherfucking weeks since that DM. And I ain't got a goddamn box on my porch yet. So I'm officially rescinding my Kraken fandom <laughs> and going back into the hockey shadows until that merch is at my door. Kraken, because I can't just jump on no bandwagon. I've tried it with baseball. I tried it with hockey. I tried it with the lightning. I don't give a fuck about the lightning. So I need a brand new team. Kraken was going to be it. But Kraken ain't send my shit. And if you ain't going to be real with me, I can't be real with you. So I unfollowed them on Twitter. Yikes. Them on IG. And until that box is at my door, I ain't no hockey fan, baby. It's Seattle cracking or die. And I don't like to be played and they playing me. So I ain't with that. So 
He ain't with it. Fuck the NHL. Fuck the NHL, he says. NFL's in two weeks. We back on our football bullshit. That's our show. Thank you for listening. Share this episode with your parents, friends, enemies. Rate and review us on iTunes so you can get a shout out in the next episode. Retweet when we post it on Twitter. You can also get a shout out for doing that. Make sure you use the code Dun and Drew, all one word, no caps, all lowercase at checkout at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. Make sure y'all go to patreon.com slash Dun and Drew to support us even further. Get in that Discord. Get first access to be in episodes. We're about to have T Gozi on the Patreon episode. We go all out on those Patreon episodes. If you're not subscribed yet, you're missing out. This episode was two hours long. <laughs> Jesus. I know. Connor, Connor Riley, shout out, big Celtics fan. Wanted us to do two hours. Um, check us out on YouTube. Y'all gonna need those drunk ass video reactions. Check us out on all the links. Every link is done and drew. You know what it is. We about to go record this Patreon episode. If you want to see it, you got to subscribe. It's only $5. Come on. Me and Drew are both subscribed to our own Patreon. What's stopping you? Um, stay up. Stay black. Stay white. Stay Chinese. Whatever you are. Ching chong. Bing bong. No, we made it. We made it so far. We made it so far, but you know, we always got to get that in. Hey, thank y'all for listening. Hope y'all have a good week. Hey, it's grind time, baby. September, it's a new month. Let's get it. Let's stay up. Let's be positive. This has been Dunn and Drew, baby. We'll see you next week. Peace. Fuck.